Hey, I'm Dustin. And I'm Steve. Welcome back to the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, the finest phototainment in the world. We are an irreverent look at photography. This podcast, like aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. Dustin, how you doing? How how uh, how how you doing here in the lockdown? Uh, good. I was super busy today. Had a lot of shoots. Um, I'm assuming that will taper off here in the in the coming days. Um, trying thought to thought you're keeping things positive. I thought thought you were on a roll. It's never going to end. There'd be no recession. Nothing to hit you, take you down a peg yeah. or two. <clears throat> I am my own economy. I am my own economy. You cannot bring me down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everything's going to be great, Steve. Everything's going to be good. Everything's going to be so good. Um, but yeah, still shooting homes, still rocking out the real estate, trying to get into live streaming. I uh, had a lot of people reach out over the last few days asking about that. Um, thought I had it all figured out and then was going to do it tonight with you guys for the first time ever, and it didn't work. So, and by live streaming, I mean where I'm using professional camera equipment and not just my computer. So we'll get into that in a second. Uh, that'll be our first topic is talking about this new world of live streaming you're getting into. But first, Dustin, people want to know, what are you drinking, my man? Ooh, drinky, linky, winky. I am drinking a Metazoa puppy slumber party which i can i can show my can when we do it like this mm-hmm. mm, mm, maybe maybe God, do you know where your out. camera is because if you're gonna like hold up the can to show everyone the can like it's important that you actually like hold up the can in front of the camera and it's blown out great yeah. great yeah. white can white can what are you gonna do steve How's that puppy uh, slumber party tasting? Peanut butterly delicious. Ugh, yuck. So much yuck. <sighs> How about you, Steve? What what might be you drinking this evening? All of the booze, all of the alcohols. Is that oh, yeah? a thing? Can I just say that and we can end it there? Or do I need to be honest? Um, oh, tonight, Dustin, I am drinking a, you know, I can hold up my little can too. Um, so people can see that. I'm drinking a double Dorian from Scarlet Lane. It's the official beer of whore. And yes, I'm holding up a growler, an entire growler. This is a 10% will beer. You, will you drink yeah, the you entire growler this? tonight? Uh, Jen and I drank most of the growler last night. I'm drinking what's left tonight. Color me disappointed. I'm sorry, bud. I'm sorry. It's very good, though. Delicious beer. So what what's on topic for tonight? Who are we talking about? What are we doing? What's going on? First up, Dustin, I want to talk to you about your new live streaming setup you got going on. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how it's been going so far? So Today was your first day trying it out, right? Well, I tried it out yesterday to get the audio synced because very few of you know, Dustin, me, wanted to venture into the world of live streaming about two years ago when this whole Facebook Live thing was really starting and bought a Blackmagic um, Ultra HDMI to Thunderbolt switcher thingy bobber. But um, essentially what it does is it converts your HDMI single signal coming out of your camera, your raw feed, 
into usable data uh, like a webcam and um, goes right to your computer and it's great it's supposed to be idiot proof and got it working yesterday with my Sony stuff and never was able to get it working with my Nikon stuff two years ago which is why I never got into it got it all buttoned up ready to rock and roll and then tonight went to try and use it and my computer can't sense a signal from the camera so yeah pretty disappointed I have like five realtors who want to do virtual open houses this weekend. So I have to get this uh, get this thing figured out. That is crazy. So you're actually going forward with this virtual open house idea. Yeah, why not? Real estate is considered a necessity during our shelter at home time period, according to who? Uh, the government. Really? Are you just assuming this? Are you just going to do whatever you want? Is that what I'm hearing? Are you just going to endanger the lives of countless people all over Indiana? No, I uh, reached out reached out to the mayor's office yesterday when this all came about and asked uh, what real estate transactions were classified as. And they said that it was classified as uh, banking and professional services and was considered a necessity during this time. Wow. How are people going to move during this time? Like who's, who's, who's moving across the, the country or just, you know, house to house, state to state, whatever um, it is, um, during, during a time like this. See, that's the problem, Steve, is people think of moving as like very, um, like it's happening now. And then they don't realize the people who are in mid transaction when this all happened. Um, like I photographed a home yesterday for a couple who was supposed to move to Boston to start a job next week. And well, Boston's obviously now locked down. Um, they lost the house that they were supposed to buy in Boston. And now they are, all of their stuff is already in storage. They've already sold their cars. Um, and they're like stuck in this flux um, so they're like, well, we might as well still continue with trying to sell our house. Um, but we are living in essentially an empty home because all of our stuff is in storage in a mm-hmm. pod on its way to Boston. Good times. Wow. That doesn't sound stressful at all for those people. Nope. And I had another couple, similar situation. They were uh, taking, he was getting a job in Florida. And um, so he's moving in a few weeks regardless to start his new job. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like almost in tears trying to figure out, do we still put our house on the market with all of this going on? And I'm just sitting around like taking photos while they're like conversing with their realtor. And um, it was just like, gosh, everyone is in such a pickle because like no one knows what to do. So I know the common thing for most people is to think all real estate transactions should just be put on hold. But most people don't realize that it's not a matter of just like, buying a home just because I want a bigger, nicer home. A lot of times it's, you know, job related, school related, whatever, whether, you know, you're moving in and out of state, town, city. Yeah, no. And that's what I was getting at because, uh, school related movings aren't really going to be happening right now because school's closed. So like, unless your goal is to try to find a house now that you can buy and move into over the summer during the summer break, 
So that doesn't really make sense. People moving for jobs makes a lot more sense. Jen and I have a past clients who were supposed to move to Amsterdam mm -hmm. and they were supposed to fly out the week that everything got shut down. So they had already cleaned out their apartment, had everything ready to go, were ready to move. And now I think they're staying with friends in uh, the Chicago area until they can move or do whatever next with their lives. So like they were, were completely like in transition mode. Uh, our former bride had like quit her job. She's not working anymore. The former groom who was the one taking the job in Amsterdam, he is yeah. uh, currently working from home. So and by home, I mean, of course, their friend's home. So it's a awkward situation for them to be in, but not not allowed yeah. to move to a different that's, country right that's now, why, That's why they need me out there still taking the picks, getting top dollar for these houses because uh, more So that people cannot move. Got it. Uh, because mm -hmm. more now than ever, especially out-of-state buyers looking mm -hmm. to move here can make uh, better Who's purchasing. Who's looking to move to Fort Wayne in a realistic world? Uh, everybody, everybody. What backwards hick community is sending their people to Fort Wayne? Uh, so many people, people that don't want this virus because we are one of the lowest, uh, outbreak areas. Really? Really? Fort Wayne's one of the lowest outbreak areas. Is that totally, possibly because totally nobody making... is coming into Fort Wayne? Oh, we have a large Amish population. In that community probably yeah, not you can only go hard right you can, now. you can only go where you can make it on horse that is that's the current standing rule yeah um dustin let's move on from this uh dustin on petapixel petapixel pedio pixel uh there is a story about an event photographer who unwittingly spread coronavirus in massachusetts dustin do you have a chance to take a look at the story uh, nope, it sounded way too depressing. <laughs> so a Boston area photographer was shooting at the Biogen conference. And I think Jen told me this like a, a week or two ago that there was like a photographer who sp supposedly had contracted it at a conference. Um, did I say a week or two ago? Jeez, Man. jeez, like a day or two ago feels like a week or two ago right now, doesn't it? <sighs> but yeah, apparently this photographer contracted... COVID-19 while working at a conference and then went around, was shooting other events, doing other things, didn't feel sick, didn't think they were sick, then got a call saying, hey, you were in contact with somebody who had COVID-19. That day started feeling the symptoms and then has been bedridden for about eight days as a result. And this person said that uh, her name is Wolfson, Wolfson, like Wolfson? two O's. Yeah. Wolfson. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Laura Wolfson. Wolfson. You kind of got to build into it because it's mm. not just one O like wolf. It's two O's. So it is like a Wolfson. Wolfson. What a delightful name for such a terrible story. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> she did have to contact everybody who she had done a shoot with. And she said that the worst part wasn't being bedridden for eight days. The worst part was having to make all those phone calls and say, hey, I might have infected you with this disease. And then, you know, knowing those people would have to make calls to their people saying, I might have infected you with this disease because my photographer got it and gave it to me. So mm -hmm. uh, it's a very 
It's a very horrible situation to be with. The worst. To be in. Did I say to be with? She's not dating the disease. She's not dating the situation. Off topic, but on topic. I mean, it's a crazy time we live in where if you sneeze or cough, like people are going to treat you like you're a leopard. She was. She was a leopard. I want to go ahead and say, if you're sneezing and coughing in public around other people, they already should have been treating you like a leopard. (laughs) Diseases existed before this one, Dustin, and you could contract them from other people. So I've got this like sinusy thing going on right now Mm -hmm. because of the constant change in temperature. Yeah. And uh, I was shooting a home yesterday and I went from inside to outside, which they had their house really warm, went outside, very cold. And then came back inside and the sudden change in temperature like had me all like weirded, weirded. I don't know if that's not a word, but um, so anyways, the couple, of course, wants to make small talk and I'm, you know, social distancing, keeping my like six to seven feet away. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, uncontrollable, I cough, like just hits me like a punching, like punch in the back. I just, okay, okay. I'm trying to suck it back in. Not only... Are you possibly getting COVID-19 when you go to these real estate things? You're also spreading it now. Definitely. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. But the look on that woman's face was like, I just murdered her. Yeah. No, no. I mean, this is a great time for you to be setting up these virtual in-home tours and spreading your disease all over people's houses. Yeah. I'm really glad that, you know. Indiana decided that real estate was a part of banking. And so therefore mm-hmm. idiots like you should be allowed to go around and just spread their germs all over. Do you, while you're shooting, do you ever just like cough or sneeze in your hand? And then you just kind of like wipe it on the light switches on the doorknobs, you know, get it really around there and the places just, hands touch the most. I typically like right just on the fridge handle. Lick them. Like you just kind of take well, your hand and just go hand. right. Oh, you lick the fridge handle yeah. and then you spread it around with your hand bring, up and down the handle. Bring your hand over a little. I can't quite see the gesture. Up, up and down the handle. There it is. And at this point, Steve starts making a jerking off motion with his hand. Just like that? Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Nope. Don't do that. No? Okay. 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 I don't know who opens their fridge with that gesture, but that is a sick person. <laughs> You are a sick person. You're coughing and sneezing in public right now. I, I exerted Stay one home. cough. One cough. One cough is all it takes. Morgan says he likes it when Steven strokes the handle. Just wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's like a crazy horror story about, um, the photographer who got infected and spread the infection. And that is why you need to stay home right now. You need to not be working. You need to not be dustining. So important for our community, for, uh, you know, the world that you self-quarantine. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So Dustin, I also wanted to share another story with you. I'm going to guess you didn't take the time to read this one either. It is about a photographer in Norwich in the UK, in Uck. Nebraska? Um, Norwich, Nebraska? No, no, this is in Uck. So earlier today, um, past guest... Morgan Roberts was talking about the need to lock your stuff down and use one password or whatever you had to, to get like really high quality passwords on everything. So mm-hmm. that to me kind of loops oh, in with this. Steve, this is, this, is this the new service we're rolling out? The no, wedding photo stop, hangover password stop, service? Stop. Where you email trying, us all of your passwords? I'm trying passwords? to tell you about something important. This yeah. is oh, important. Wait, yeah. Everybody email me your bank account yeah. passwords right now. <laughs> It's a new what? service we're rolling out called the Wedding Photo Hangover Password. 
you just you just send us an email with all of your passwords uh, and account oh, information. Kate Hampson just chimed in. She said it's actually pronounced Nawatch. Nawatch. Yeah, Nawatch. Um, thank you, Kate, so much for that. Don't look at the comments, Dustin. Nawatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nawatch. Uh, so anyway, this photographer, their account got hacked right as yeah. the whole COVID-19 thing was happening. And mm-hmm. they got locked out of both their Facebook and their Instagram. Their accounts were suspended or deleted. Um, they don't have access to them anymore. And as a result, their clients, who the photographer said about 75% of their clients actually came to them through Facebook or Instagram. So now 75% of their clients that they have no longer see their photographer on Facebook and Instagram, the place where they've been like in contact with their photographer. So now their clients are freaking out. Their clients who are trying to postpone, move their, you know, shoots, their weddings, their stuff. And uh, it's just a really terrible situation to be in. Uh, Spoiler alert. Don't communicate with your clients on social media. Use your email <laughs> or your text message. Dude, Come you on. don't know what the market's like at Nowatch. Maybe if you're not on Nowatch's uh, Instagram, like you just don't get the clients. You know, maybe it's a. Uh, you can still maybe get the clients on Instagram, Steve, but then you say, hey, I'm an adult. Can you please email me from here on out? How do you know that the clients are adults? Maybe the clients are like, ooh, sorry. I just jumped on the Instagram to book you. I actually only do my communication typically through TikToks uh, and not like but TikTok private messaging. For like you. I do a TikTok. You have to do a TikTok back to me. <laughs> and yes, I only oh, communicate the in the form of in. musical clips that I can find online and lip sync to. So we only talk in GIFs, GIF yeah. form. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a crazy world to live in because, you know, um, that photographer just keeps doing bitch, but I have my money as a TikTok bitch, over and over money. and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dustin, we got some bad news today. Bad oh. news from the no, Supreme Court of the United positive States vibes. of America. No, no. Supreme Court wants to kick us photographers while we're already down. The Supreme Court decided today that states cannot be sued for copyright infringement. Meaning the state of Indiana, the state of California, Colorado, wherever you might live. Um, where are people listening to us now? Well, Australians don't have to worry about this. It's just America <laughs> that's screwed over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the the state you live in can use your photo in a post, an ad, whatever they want. They right. can't be sued for copyright infringement because the Supreme Court said they have sovereignty. So Sovereignty. Yeah, yeah. Didn't we start this country to get away from things like that? So what you have to do, Steve, is in your camera, you have to change the geographical information in the metadata so that when you shoot the picture, it says that you're in United States of Steve. And um, if Indiana should ever steal your photo from some sick-ass skyline shot when you're shooting at the monument or something, you just say, whoa, Hey guys, that photo was taken at the United States of Steve. Gonna have to sue your asses for copyright. Maybe I throw mean, all in I a can few say, state museum passes while you're at it. If I were a state right now, I'd just be like, hey, look, while we're on this governmental lockdown as a state, we're gonna be streaming for free to all of our state citizens, um, you know, the entirety of Game of Thrones because. <laughs> 
sovereignty, bitches. Just like, watch out, PBS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Public it's a good thing they did this to... to get real more interesting. <laughs> it's a good thing they did this to a photographer and not to like a giant corporation or company that would have had like the real money to actually fight this the way it needed to be fought. Or, you know, like a corporation because that's something that our government would care about as opposed to an individual person. So... Mm-hmm. Jeez, this is a crazy, screwed up world we live in right now. How so does can they that do this to photographers? Like, just yeah, no, we can use state, your photo. Most state governments' websites are going to be getting a refresh over this time, <laughs> with a lot of like really great uh, photos that they've stole. They steal from uh, local landscape, and you know, I can only imagine that would happen right now. I mean, why not? Why wouldn't a state take advantage of their citizens while they're already down? <laughs> Jeez. So are we getting these $1,000 checks? Is that happening? I don't know, Dustin. I don't know. How does how would anybody know what's happening right now? <laughs> you have know. to like be paying attention to the media well, so, and trusting what they so, say. Well, somebody told me today there's like a place you go online and sign up and you put in your banking info and they send it direct deposit. And I was like, mm, that sounds a little bit suspect to me. What what's the website for that? It's like weddingphotohangover.com backslash relief. Yeah, but you actually have to send us money first and then we'll send you the rest of the money. And by us I mean the government, right? Mm-hmm. That's how this you works. just put in your account information. You send me two hundred dollars and, and the I'll get, get you that check for twelve fifty. Yeah. <laughs> and we send oh. you a roll of toilet paper. It would be it would be great if we felt like we could trust our government right now. Right? Yeah. All right. Can we get into the drone zone? Can we go to the drone zone to to my happy place, Steven? So without further ado, let's cross over into the drone zone. So these guys from the school that's not in the U.S., um, wow mm. worst summary ever <laughs> university of zurich there's uh, like people cr- in a place somewhere on maybe earth and they did something mm-hmm. you pretty much summed it up and it wow. involves a drone you're really good at this steve um that is a fancy goblet you got there yeah i'm drinking a scarlet lane beer but this is the uh, new holland brewing company glass yeah isn't that illegal Maybe. I don't know. Could be. Gotcha. University of Zurich created a custom uh, drone that has such good obstacle avoidance, you can actually play dodgeball with it. And the drone uses these uh, these cameras to avoid anything in just 3.5 milliseconds, which is 10 times faster than anything oh, on the market today. Doesn't. <laughs> I don't know if you know who you're talking to right now, but you're talking to Steve Van Elk. I'm dodgeball not, champion not. of Concord Eastside Elementary School. You think this drone can dodge my balls? I think pretty much anyone can dodge your balls, Steven. You think this drone can dodge a world-class elementary school champion like myself's balls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Jen did for the longest time. <laughs> Surprisingly good joke from you. Wow. <laughs> I was sitting there for the longest time and I was like, well, he's he's begging me to say it. Begging. I'm down on my knees begging you. <laughs> That's what you got to do. 
Yeah. When you got that, never mind. Um, so oh, don't worry, I'm not dodging those balls, Dustin. Come on. Do you think DJI is going to invest in this company or these guys, buy their software, cannibalize them? Mm, how many people are playing dodgeball with DJI's drones? Uh, it's called trees. It's called uh, helicopters flying as you're trying to fly your drone. Since you got your new drone, how many times have you wrecked it into something with DJI's obstacle avoidance? Once. Mm-hmm. Strong gust of wind blew it into a tree. So would a strong gust of wind have saved this drone in Zurich from a dodgeball? <laughs> I'd like to think so. A strong okay. gust of dodgeball? No. <laughs> the, the problem there was the wind was too powerful for the drone to be able to avoid whatever it was being blown at. The problem isn't that yeah, because the, drone the drones have obstacle avoidance. And if it had sensed the tree fast enough as the wind was making it drift towards it, it would have stopped on its own or like, you know, move forward. But because I was flying, like really playing a little bit too close to that tree. Um, and then the wind, you know, was making it drift a little bit, little bit. And also then the tree was moving. So moving tree, moving wind, moving drone, moving so dust. Just a, it, yeah. I was moving all over the place, doing a little dance. I mean, when I saw you flying your drone last, you were on a Segway just going around the neighborhood. So it does make sense. I photographed a house yesterday where I asked the, um, <clears throat> the, the house was in my neighborhood and the realtor, um, just wanted some shots of the outside. And I said, I'm only going to do it if I can do it from my driveway. And, uh, I told him like, make sure his garage is closed and there's no cars in the driveway <laughs> and flew from my house to that house. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Is the FAA still listening? Get them, boys. Get them. Get them. Got them. Nope, wasn't getting paid for it. Just for fun. <laughs> just for fun. Just just for a realtor for fun. Don't worry about it. How far away did this guy live from you? Two miles? Oh, just one street over. One street over, lazy. three counties down. You lazy, lazy piece of crap. Yeah, but then he ended up having like this really sweet, like little, like, man cave patio situation so i ended up having to walk over there anyways to photograph that jeez <sighs> but so probably won't be seeing too many new drones coming out here in the next couple months why not this is think... the perfect time to launch a new drone. People are being told they're not allowed to leave their houses in many countries across the world. What is the best thing you can do if you can't leave your house? Fly a drone out of your house. See the world from your garage. Yeah. Yeah. If I lived in Italy right now, if I was in Rome, I'd be flying that drone. You know, check out the Colosseum, see I what's do. going on. I will say some of the photos I've seen of these like typically tourist-ridden places where they're like almost completely empty is kind of makes me want to go shoot there. <laughs> You're like, let me hop a flight. Like Times Square, Times Square, empty. How cool is that? I know it's the perfect time to get out there and shoot your zombie apocalypse movie. <laughs> yeah. This is all just a giant ploy from like some zombie movie producer who's like, yes, now we don't have to pay those absorbent fees to clear out Times Square. Will Forte was trying to find a way to bring Last Man on Earth back. 
It's like, it's too expensive shooting in all these places without anybody around. We need to get everyone off the streets. How could we do that? <laughs> Quick, release Chinese the virus. virus. Let's do it. Wow, you have to stop saying that. You have to. That is so racist. Jeez. I meant, Jeez, I was Fort trying Wayne. to say release the virus This is in why China. nobody wants to come to Fort Wayne. This is why you, you guys don't have many cases because nobody had... wants to be there. Hey, that works in our advantage right now. There's one thing I can guarantee to you, Dustin. Even in hell, they're going to have good tacos because you can't screw up a taco. I'm just throwing it out there. How many tacos did you have when we were in Africa? Zero. Africa was delightful and their food was terrific. Um, I don't know why you're comparing Africa to hell, you racist piece of shit. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> racist. It was just oh. an observation. We were never offered tacos while we were there. Do you oftentimes travel to other countries that aren't Mexico and get offered tacos? How often are you getting offered tacos when you're in France? When you're in I, Italy. That's how I judge a country's cuisine. I need a pasta taco ASAP. <laughs> Give me the ravioli taco. I'll take the uh, El Fedocini in the taco, please. Carbonara. Oh my gosh. Taco. Wow. Yeah. I bet, you know, you know what would be great right now? Hmm. If Amazon had finally gotten the uh, their drones license so they could just fly over and deliver stuff to you in like all of the world. Mm-hmm. <sighs> You know, if they'd been able to move it out of those testing grounds where they had it and what was it, some city in California where they had it and some city in like Colorado. Sounds right. That'd be perfect time for it right now because now every time something gets delivered to me, I'm like, okay, so at Amazon, it was all robots, but then a human grabbed this and brought it to me. Somebody packed it. Somebody now put it I in have a box. to disinfect the entire package before I open the package, and then I have to disinfect inside the package as well. Mm -hmm. If that had so, just gone from a robot in the factory to a drone in the factory, a flying robot, and that drone had brought it to me, now I'm not disinfecting anything. Mm -hmm. So are you are you disinfecting your mail when you get it? I don't know what you're talking about. You think I'm going to go in the mailbox? That's COVID-19 land. <laughs> so you're, you're not getting your mail? Not until it's sat in the mailbox for at least 48 hours after COVID-19 is gone. <laughs> or is it 72 hours? Is that stainless steel, the mailbox? How long does it last on those surfaces? You just, you're just like throwing a Lysol bomb in your mailbox before you retrieve your mail? A bomb? <laughs> Like a fogger. Uh, Jen was watching the uh, the Unabomber documentary on Hulu the other day. Mm -hmm. Creepy, dude. Speaking of bombs and mailboxes. Mm. Creepy as hell. Oh, uh, Dustin, we got one more thing. Yep. I want to hear uh, about it. Open it up. It's on Reddit. Okay. Got it. All right, Dustin. Um, mm -hmm. th this is like a huge thing on Reddit. Can you read it to us? Start after the uh, requested TLDR. <clears throat> Which is where? You could have just... Jeez. I'm not a Reddit expert, bud. You don't know how to use Reddit, do you? <laughs> I run a company uh, where... <clears throat> Let me get into the Just skip down real... to the TLDR. 
a cheap ass groom offers us a whoa, third whoa. of our package price. It's down at the bottom. You could have just said skip down to the bottom. The TLDR is almost as long as like the rest of the damn thing. I guess that's a side note, technically. Okay, so the setup is a. Uh, I got it. I found it. Okay. Okay, got, you got it. Take it away, buddy. Take it away. So, a cheap-ass groom offers us a third of our package price and then tries to get out of paying. I threaten to delete his wedding photos. Side note. Do I read the side note? Is that part of Reddit? Is that how this works? I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. Don't read the side note. The side note is where he's saying thank you, everybody, for giving him awards for threatening to delete somebody's photos. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, the thing was, a guy called him up asked him to shoot his wedding and Mm -hmm. then talked him down to saying we can only afford to pay you a third of your price, but we also need you to cover two days and we only need you there for like three hours, one day, two hours the next day. And then on the like days was like, actually we need you for more time. Kept him late, didn't actually pay him the money and then uh, started threatening him because he hadn't received his photos yet, even though he hadn't paid. The groom also said he was going to give him a 500... R whatever currency R is uh tip rubies and yeah never gave him the tip um and then when he brought that up he was like I don't know what you're talking about even though he explicitly said it was going to be included in the pricing for the day and everything so it sounds like yeah. I need to hire this groom to run sales for my company <laughs> just constantly lowball and just cut the legs he, out from underneath people I mean, he talked this photographer and I mean, let's just walk through this. Okay. He talked this photographer into shooting for a third of his typical package and then mm-hmm. talked him into shooting for two days and then talked him into working without getting paid. I mean, is this, was this Trump's wedding? Are we talking about Trump's wedding here? Did he, is that what this post is about? Oh, it's so hard to keep this podcast non-political in these <laughs> In this day and age, I'm just Why saying. Why do you have to do this, Dustin? Why do you have to do this? Have you read his book? Have you read read his book, Steve? D- give me your best Trump. How, how would Trump negotiate this? Mm. I, I'm the photographer. I have a terrible you're, Trump. I'm, I do yeah. a terrible no, Trump. Come on, Steve. give it to me. Yours baby. is much better. No, no, I'm, I'm I'm here for it. This is you brought this up. Your your idea, Trump was the one negotiating. So, hey, uh, Mr. Donald, uh, Doctor Donald, Doctor um, Donald. He's given medical advice, so yeah, why not? Um, I heard that, uh, you know, you wanted to use me for your wedding photography. Are you willing to pay me full price? (laughs) Do you have any questions? How do you lead into that? Is that how your wedding (laughs) consults go, Steve? You're like, this is why Jen does the consults. (laughs) You slide the pricing Give sheet that across. Money, baby. Like, uh, do you guys want to pay us full price, Doctor Donald? Do you, are you gonna pay me full price or what? So you you want you want to come to the best wedding? <laughs> See, I can't do it, Steve. It's Why did so, you go Italian? <laughs> it's as close as I can get. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Why Let's are hear you yours. doing like hand motions where you were like? It was like a fountain was going up in front of you. It was so amazing. Well, I only have this small box to work with, with my hand motions. I don't have this giant arena. 
Yeah. No. So, um, I I thought it was a. I thought it was the best impression we've ever had in this podcast. Number one, is. Dustin McKibben, right there. That was good. That was good. so you really lean into it. <clears throat> Jackie Santana said, "OMG, it's the worst Trump impression ever." Kenzie Ray McWilliams says, "Oh Lord, oh, oh Lord, she loved it." Couldn't agree more with the two of you. <laughs> so, see, I know. I'm not even going to try again. Not even going to try. Oh, I'll work man. On, how about this, guys? I will work on this and come back to you next week with it. <laughs> oh, man. Dustin, do you want to do some Q&A? Steven, I thought you would never ask. Let's do some Q&A. But, but Steve... Jacques. And we'll, Steve will Facebook read all group. the questions with a Trump impersonation. Nope. Jacques from a random Facebook group. If your mom was insistent on still having you photograph her wedding on April 25th, knowing only 10 to 15 people have RSVP'd and the risks involved for everyone attending. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, she won't even acknowledge that I make money from photography, so I'm just supposed to be doing this for her, and she might throw a little money at him. If there's anything left over in the budget. And she refuses to acknowledge any sorts of contracts because we are family, Jacques. What would you do or say? Uh, probably wouldn't show up. <laughs> you wouldn't show up to your mom's wedding? Uh, yeah. Contract or no contract. That's how we roll, Steve. Read the art of the deal. Mom, 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 I know it's been so hard on you ever since ever since pa- Papa died. <laughs> Papa? I know you've wanted to remarry for the longest time, Mama, but... This is how Steve actually sounds, guys, when he's not doing his podcast but, voice. But I'm afraid we we just we just can't do this for you. You won't sign the contract, Mama. That's that's but, you. But Stevie, Stevie, I need you at my wedding, Stevie. For the love of Jesus, please, Stevie. This only I Don't just need you a few photos. Lord into this, Mama. I, ju- I just need a few photos, Stevie. Don't you bring the Lord into this. Stevie, I really just need you to bring Jenny. Bring Jenny, and you can hold a bag, Stevie. Because Lord knows you're more of a bag holder. (laughs) Daddy always did say I was a a bag boy. Damn it, Mama. Best bag boy I've ever raised, Stevie. (laughs) Oh, Jacques, I'm so sorry. You can't go to your mom's wedding because you'll still be in lockdown. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you might just be watching Netflix and chilling with mom. Nope. 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 Do you want to rethink that one? You want to? You want to rephrase that one? You want to try something else there, bud? Do you not watch Netflix with your parents? Mm, yeah. Hulu. More of a Hulu guy. Mm, Please. Yeah. <clears throat> Next question. Do, do do you watch Netflix and chill with your mom, Dustin? Uh, my mom lives in South Carolina, Steve. Do you Netflix and chill with your mom? Everyone wants to know now. Uh, pretty sure I'm looking at the comments, looking at the questions. Only you want to know, Steve. Next question. <laughs> They're on like a 30-second delay. They haven't caught up to the point where you say you want to Netflix and chill your mom. So I didn't say that. 
You so, said that. After everyone's done Netflixing and chilling with Dustin's mom. Mm, it's like an weird. open house party, right? Just weird. We're going to do a digital hangout, a virtual hangout, so everybody can Netflix and chill your mom. Have you seen that new uh, plug-in where people can like watch Netflix and like have a little watch party? I think no, it's I haven't like seen a that plug-in. Google Chrome plug-in. All right. Next what, what, what does that thing do with the video? What do you mean? You know, because if people are Netflixing and chilling, and they have like a plug-in where they're like video watching each other mm-hmm. chilling, <laughs> how do we know that's secure? And Dustin's mom, Kenzie, does have it going on. I can't attest. <laughs> I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. All right. Next question. Uh, please help. <clears throat> please help, because I'm between laughing in her face about all this and just not <laughs> responding until You're May. the last part of the last question. <laughs> what? Sorry? That's the end of the last question. Then why is there a bullet point? <laughs> Why, Steve, if you're not going to format the podcast notes correctly. <laughs> Steven, Steven, come back to us. Oh, my gosh. And now. And now. Oh, Gary, man. No and one, now, no now all Gary, the live viewers can just see what I'm dealing with here. Gary, no one's printing at home. I'm sorry. Gary Hartfield asks, is anyone still printing at home? I recently became the owner of a glorious Epson Stylus 3880 Pro, and it does up to 17 by 22-inch prints. Um, are we bragging about the size, Gary? That's That seems like a little size-ish. Size-ist? Size-ish. Um, Gary, I used to own an Epson 3800. Um... And I never printed once on it. But I made a killing on the ink on eBay. <laughs> uh, James Kelly uh, from the Photographer's Crack, Crake, Crack podcast. Crook. Um, I, I think it's Crook. I was just on his podcast this, this week. He was saying he's actually going to be printing during this time. Um, but he's printing more landscape photos, not things he's delivering to clients. So yes, people money are going printing. to be printing right now. I'm yeah, I'm firing up my printers to print money. To print money. Mm-hmm. Peter Foot from our very own Facebook group says, "How often do you feel like bludgeoning the celebrant with your camera?" Just I had one give Josh me the stink Withers. eye yesterday because I wanted a photo of the brides holding their certificate. Celebrant was worried about being late to her grandkids' second birthday. Just when it's Josh, Josh Withers. It's really the only time. Really? Really? That joke was so good. You had to retry to make the joke after I was done reading the question. Yeah. That's how good it was, Steve. Oh, man. I love you, bud. But wow. Wow, Thanks. wow, wow. Thanks. Uh, man. Well, you felt this question... Um, Peter, I would say um, I don't ever feel like bludgeoning the celebrant with my camera especially if they're old and trying to go to their grandkids second birthday i mean geez peter they they just wanted wanted to watch their little kids mm-hmm. age another year <sighs> i feel kind of disappointed you know like like what is that celebrant doing right now i don't know probably being buried somewhere in the desert by peter <laughs> what? 
Wow. Gets you bludgeoned her. Wow. She's Peter. old and fragile. She couldn't take it. So now it's a female celebrant, and it's an elderly celebrant with a two-year-old he grandkid. Is, he, he used the pronouns, not me, man. I'm just reading the questions. It's all right. You're really, really feeling into this one. <laughs> um, Peter, how many celebrants have you murdered? <laughs> I think we need to know this. If you go into Peter's backyard, there's just a <laughs> bunch of mounds of dirt from all the different celebrants he's murdered and buried back there. <laughs> it gives a whole new meaning to like, hey, let's come celebrate at Peter's house. Oh, man. Brittany from a random Facebook group. So what do you do when you have a couple and you're friends with the bride on here? And she posts that she's in a relationship with a man who is not the groom. Hmm. Double wedding? Mm, I didn't say she posted she was marrying a man who was not the groom. It said she's in a relationship with a man who is not the groom. Maybe it's just like a really good friend and her but they're, fiance they're friends on Facebook. But this photographer is claiming that they're friends with the bride. So she right. wouldn't know that this man and the bride were friends? No, you can be like friends with someone on Facebook and not necessarily be like friends in real life. So maybe they're like benefiting friends and like they're friends with benefits and like maybe like maybe that was the the Facebook sta status update. It was like still marrying this dude, also friends with benefits with this other dude, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know why that would be a question though. I'm assuming the question is being asked because the bride didn't tell Brittany that the wedding was off. Ooh, tell us more, Steve. And so now Brittany's Are stuck. Are you the like, guy on Facebook that she's friends with? No, I'm married. What, what is going on? <laughs> she said bride. She didn't say groom. How am I now in this situation, Dustin? <laughs> just trying to feel you out, man. Sometimes I think you're going to work in a few stories that are really just you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, I know you know. So if this was like a poly relationship, you would assume that'd be something that maybe had been mentioned to the wedding photographer before the wedding, right? So like, hey, we're getting married. Also, my B friend might be there. My boyfriend. Not my best friend. My boyfriend. Um, you know, like a little heads up. Should, should polyamorous couples have to give their wedding efficient... Uh, photographers, videographers, planners, coordinators, venue people, should they have to give them like a heads up? Like, yeah, there will be somebody else there who I will definitely get down with, possibly in the dance floor, possibly in the bedroom. That's none of your business though. But like, don't be surprised if I'm kissing somebody else at my own wedding. Is that like a thing? Mm. Have you ever done a wedding for a polyamorous person? Can't say that I have. Not self-admitted, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not where they felt like, I mean, we don't have like a checkbox on our contract that says mark here if uh, you're in a polyamorous relationship, and if so, indicate who. Yeah, too true. But are you saying maybe we should? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I feel like that's way too personal. It's like, there's some things you just don't ask, but like, still, like, if, if, if that, something like that's going to happen, like, do they... Should they say something to you ahead of time? Like, I don't know. I feel like it's probably not that big of a deal. Probably not anybody's business, right? It'd Am be I like right? if someone hired you, Steve, 
and assumed you were a good photographer. They just have to kind of assume and kind of like it's none of their business, your skill level. No, I tell everybody at the very first meeting, I'm very bad at this. Thank you for hiring me. I had two uh, virtual bridal consults today, mm-hmm. and both of them were asked the exact same question right out the gate. How long have you been doing this? First one, I you know answered, you know, I've been doing this over a decade, blah, blah, blah. Second one, I was like, really? This is what's most important to you? And I'm like, this is my first wedding, guys. Like, you are going to be my first couple. I'm hoping that this goes well, and I can make a thing out of this. Did they book on the spot? Actually, they did. Yeah, right on the spot. I got to get down with this dude. He knows what he's talking about. Just goes to show like, you know, these couples have this preconceived list of questions that they feel they need to ask. And when you throw them off, it just doesn't matter. (laughs) Just doesn't matter at all. Yeah. I mean, they don't care. You could be doing this a year. You could be doing it 10 years. They've got some Martha Stewart question list that they're asking. All right. So Hannah from a random Facebook group asked Corona advice. <gasps> so Ohio just put a stay at home mandate in place until mm-hmm. forever. forever. I'm supposed to shoot a proposal this upcoming Saturday at a local park. Mm-hmm. Obviously mm-hmm. this doesn't fit within the guidelines of reasons you are allowed to leave, but what the hell do I do? It's the local park in your backyard. LOL, the guy just texted me asking if I was still allowed to work and I don't have a good answer. Thoughts? Hmm. So I know the correct answer and I know what I would do. Mm hmm. Steve, so, do you want to take correct answer? <laughs> no, no, I want to hear what you would do. I don't care about the correct answer. <laughs> I would probably move forward, keeping, because uh, typically with an engagement, um, like a proposal, you're like far away. You're social distancing. Um, you're on like a 200 millimeter lens under some shrubs hidden from, you know, people and things, chances of contamination and cross, uh, you know, spreading are very limited. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would probably still do it because daddy's got to pay some bills. And they say if you shoot a proposal, you're nine times more likely to shoot their wedding. Mm. I feel like that's not always true. It's true. I feel like from experience, a lot of times you get hired to shoot a proposal and you never hear from those people again. Uh, Except for to say if you live somewhere you're too proposal. expensive for us. <laughs> yeah, I just had that happen today. It's really sad. You know what? I got to say, Hannah, you definitely should not do this proposal unless. See, here comes the voice of uh, what you're supposed to do. Unless you can shoot it with a drone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You don't have to be at the park when he's doing the proposal <laughs> to, to shoot the photos. He just, you know, he's walking through the park with her and all of a sudden they just hear about them. You know, that typical drone buzzing. And she's like, what is going on? And he's like, don't pay any attention to that. And then the bees and, in this park, the bees in this park. And then he, then he just gets down on the knee and he proposes, right? 
And then There's you buzz in real close for the close up. You come in real tight for that close up. Ah, uh, you hit their face. <laughs> now they're definitely going to hire you for the wedding. Oh, they're definitely going to do something. <laughs> or you're paying for their wedding, one or the other. <laughs> paying for more than just the wedding, bud. You got to pay for that plastic surgery to fix those scars. Oh, what oh. are you shooting with? A phantom? Holy cow. Going, yeah. <laughs> you know, you get that thing, you know, close to your shrubs, not too close. You can, mm. you know, trim them up. Mm. That or you get a haircut. Get it close to one of your clients and you can murder them. You know, whatever you need to do. Wow. Wow, Steve. So dark. So You've fast. never thought about murdering a client. No. Don't lie to me. You're podcast, sick. Podcast host, but never Ugh. a client. <clears throat> Tanner, Tanner from our very own Facebook group asked the following. Does anyone offer more things to bring extra income than just packages, prints, albums, etc.? To make an extra few bucks, maybe some un- <laughs> maybe some unconventional a la carte items. Jen and I offer a vibrator with every single um, package that we sell. Uh, we're just like, you know what? You'll probably need this. This is called the Van Elk Pleasure Package. <laughs> every package is a Van Elk Pleasure Package. <laughs> It's not our top package. It's our bottom package. We take care of your bottoms. <laughs> you know how we do. You, this is the one you guys were telling me about that you thought about swapping out the vibrator for a roll of toilet paper, but you decided to keep the vibrator. Keep the vibrator. You Tough know? times. Tough yeah. times. Maybe add some paper towels for cleanup, but. <laughs> a paper towel, like a sheet. Don't get the crazy. Vibrator's multi use, Dustin. Come on. It's one of those ones where it's a pen on one side, so they sign the contract with it. So, Dustin, do you offer any extra things? Extra things to make money or extra things to book weddings? These are two very different questions. This question was about making extra bucks, baby. Uh, Right now, we are promoting our photo booth from the good people at Photo Booth Supply Company. Um, Not a sponsor. And that is what we've been uh, using recently to get some extra, get some extra cashola uh, in our pockets. Obviously, it's a little weird out there. Have you sold any yet? Uh, We have not sold any yet because we've been using it. So when you said to get some extra cashola in our pockets, you meant. We just have a thing that's worthless right now, but could be worth something. It could be. So what we've been doing... This is Buck's Cashola Promises. That's what you have right now. No, not necessarily. We booked three weddings from the photo booth because we've offered the photo booth. Um, So what we've been doing is Uh, going... So they booked you and the photo booth? But the photo booth is a freebie. We're giving it away so, for free. No cashola. Actually, this is more cashola out of your pocket because now you have to hire somebody to man said no, photo nobody's booth. Nobody's manning photo booth. That's the beauty yeah. of photo booth supply company's photo booth. It is manless, womanless, independent of help. Mm. You just have extra headache on the day because you have to bring it, you have to set it up, you have to worry about somebody knocking it over because it does look like it's very knockoverable. 
I bought some white sandbags. <laughs> you gonna sandbag it? Yeah. Like you've been sandbagging this podcast. Somebody's gotta weigh us down. Oh man. Keep <laughs> us grounded. Yeah. You know? Keep your feet on Glad the to ground. Have you here to do that for us. So, so that's bringing in zero extra cashola. Got it. No, it's brought in three extra dollars. I don't More know that headache. I would have got otherwise. Mm, really? Really? What are you doing? What are you doing to bring extra cashola except for sticking vibrators up your butt? <laughs> Whoa! Who said it went there? I mean, maybe I don't know. It? Where else are you putting it? Hey, in your belly button. It's called a neck massager on Amazon, okay? Oh, um, Jen and I do albums. So people can add albums onto their packages. Um, our highest package comes with an album included, but it only has, I think it's uh, 20 pages in the album. So mm-hmm, when Jen mm-hmm. designs albums for our couples, she designs it with 30 to 40 pages. I've talked about this before. And then we upsell them. Each extra page costs so much more money. Um, so that way we can make more money off the album sale. I think it's something like if we sell five extra pages of the album, it would cover the cost of the entire album or something like that. So if on average we sell at least five extra pages, then like, we're all right. See, I tried this philosophy last week. I had a bride uh, ready for her, her wedding album. I designed her a 30-page wedding album. Um, her package only came with a 10-page wedding album. Um, no, excuse me, a 20 page wedding album. And, uh, I was thinking, okay, I did 30. If she at least keeps 25, you know, albums covered. And, um, she's like, oh, it looks great. Um, can you just, can you get it down to 20 for me? See, and that's the magic. So then I is... played your game. I played your game. I said, perfect. What would you like to cut? So you flew a drone over to her house and slit her throat with it? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's your game? <laughs> yeah, I thought we talked about that earlier. Jesus. How do you not know what my game is wow. now, baby? Intense. Ferocious, even. You know, I play it fast and I play it hard, buddy. I see that. It's kind of scary. <laughs> Life should be. Should should life be so scary, Stephen? Yes. Yes, it should. Okay. You should be thinking at any moment of your entire life, a drone might murder you. And not like a drone like the United States military flies. I'm talking like a consumer-grade drone could murder you. There are billions of them out there. That's an exaggeration. There are millions of them out there mm-hmm. in the world. Crazy people who don't know what they're doing are flying them all over the place. They're too lazy to get off their butt and walk a street over to photograph something. So they just fly the drone out of their line of sight illegally and shoot this stuff. It's true. You could die at any moment. Accurate. That's going to do it. (laughs) For us. You just want to end on that note? Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect, we're at Wedding Photo Hangover on Instagram. Dustin is at Dustin underscore McKibben. And I'm at Stephen Van Alec. We have an 
awesome Facebook group you should join. Just search for Wedding Hangover. If you want more content, head over to the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash WPH or stephendustinsavetheworld.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right. Next week after you shoot another wedding. Gary, to answer your question, Gary, ask... No, um, the album cost is covered in the original package. I'm saying if we can sell five... Gary asks, are you saying without the five extra pages, the album cost isn't covered? Uh, the album cost is covered in the package. I'm saying with like, if they if we sell like, I think it's five extra pages, that itself, those five extra pages would cover the cost of the entire album. So the mm-hmm. pages are marked up from what it costs us to an amount where it would cover the cost of the album. So if we can sell like an extra 10, 20 pages, like we, we make a lot of money off of that. But I was just highlighting like how expensive the pages are. are Very inflated, (laughs) very inflated. No. Uh, if we, (laughs) I'm not going to throw any wedding album companies under the bus. Never mind. If we went with Queensberry, maybe, but (laughs) whoa. (laughs) Um, Ben, ben Adams says, see, Ben Adams is an album machine. Um, ben Adams says he typically designs a hundred page album, even if they only get 30 included. Definitely spending the time with my couples in this process, but the sales I make are well worth it. And that, folks, is why Ben Adams is building a new beautiful home. And... I think when I said 10 to 20 pages, I actually meant 10 to 20 spreads. So that'd be like two pages per spread. But, uh, so yeah, it is, it is a lot more that you have to design. Um, but not as much as what Ben is doing. Jeez. That's a lot of work, Ben. Yeah. Um, From what I understand, the photographers who do album sales that way, there is no process for the bride to pick out the photos for the book. See, we, we force our couples to pick the photos out for the album. Mm-hmm. So what you been up to, Steve? What are you watching? What are you doing? What are you... What are you uh, oh, you're asking me this question now instead of me asking you the question. Dustin, yeah. I ran out of my uh, Blue Apron, Every Plate, HelloFresh style meals the other day. Uh, you so know, you the down things. to Lunchables. You were down to Lunchables <laughs> and peanut butter and jellies. Ran you're out like of a Lunchables caveman. a long time ago. The kids tore through those Lunchables. It was like two days and they were gone. Um, what are you like, not feeding them? No, they just love Lunchables, man. Have you had a Lunchable? It's like crackers no. and meat and cheese. It's charcuterie. It's it's children's Char- charcuterie. Charcuterie. I can't even say that word. You got to charcut uh, those kids. Lunchables you know what I'm saying? are literally sodium, sodium gelatinous slabs with crackers. Yeah. I don't even think the USDA considers Lunchables to be meat. It's practically Probably vegetarian. No. So I'm I'm back to trying to figure stuff out on my own as far as cooking goes. Like, you know, looking up recipes, going out, buying the oh, the ingredients. Except I'm not really going to the store because, you know, reasons. Reasons. But yeah, but yeah I am. Coronas. Yes, I am. Uh, so I'm making more things on my own now without a guide. Just, you know, getting my myself to the stove, looking at it and just saying, what can I fix today from what I have? And it's uh, it's actually been a lot of fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. Today I did like a chicken fried rice with um, fried eggs. Yeah, I saw that. That looked it's very gross. good. I mean, oh, good. It looked so good. It's delicious, man. Yeah, Corinne. So my wife uh, doesn't like leftovers, and we bought a tremendous amount of food when all this stuff started going down. So and you were like, "I'll just make like two giant casseroles, and we'll have leftovers through this whole ordeal." <laughs> that's that's how my brain <laughs> operates. Is I'm like a leftover king. Um, but so yeah, the first night. Made like a big thing of Sloppy Joes. Been living off that. Ugh, yuck. Oh, you're Ugh. ridiculous. Sloppy Joes are amazing. One, Sloppy Joes taste gross. Two, the name is gross. Uh, sloppy. Would you eat a, would you eat a Sloppy delicious. Dustin? Delicious. Uh, yes. Yes, I would. Yes, I've thought about rename. For a, a while, I was in Is that what Corinne calls it for, when you kiss her? <laughs> yes. For a while, I was in talks with some v, uh, VCs about starting a Sloppy Joe food truck. You were in talk with some feces. Venture capitalists about No, you said feces like poop. VCs about starting a Sloppy Joe food truck. Like every other food truck is a Sloppy Joe food truck. Kenzie Bolin says Stephen is wrong. So she's pretty much knows everything. So yeah, you're wrong, Steve. Sorry. Um, Moving on. Uh, So then, yeah, we Sloppy Joe's did a big thing of pulled pork. And Gary also says Sloppy Joes are the bomb. Steve, really? Is, is this is this is this how the podcast episode is going to end? Dustin just reading comments of people who reinforce his own views and opinions. Uh, hey guys, uh, can you just go ahead and qu- real quick in the comments just let me know how handsome you think Dustin Dustin is. Dustin is uh, scale of one to ten, ten being the highest. Um, let me see those tens, babies. Yep, Kenzie says yep, yep. Dustin is the hottest ever. See, right there. Put the comments there. That's not what she said. Um, I'm going to let that fly, though. <laughs> um, so then we made a big batch of barbecue pulled pork in the crock pot. Also so you're delicious. just making sloppy things. You're a sloppy boy. Making things that you can make big batches of. I want you to t- say it. Just say, I'm a sloppy boy. <laughs> you are a sloppy boy, Steve. Uh, last <laughs> two nights ago, made a big batch of like uh, homemade pasta sauce. And um, noodles and stuff. And last night, my wife made homemade zuppa, like the Olive Garden potato soup. Oh, uh, zuppa Toscana? Zuppa Toscana with a little oh. bit of Parmesan cheese. Yeah, it was delicious. It was, uh, I hope you married her, man. Jeez. Uh, yeah. I ben Adams says, I've seen Dustin with no shirt on. That's her. an 11. That's an 11. Yeah. yeah, you heard it here. 11. <laughs> Dustin, I... <laughs> Ben, I have slept in a room with Dustin with no shirt on, and, and eleven is not wrong. Let me tell you. See, all I had a sloppy Dustin myself that night. <laughs> That's because we both got sick that night. Um, <laughs> Steve and I got really close that evening. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> we're playing tag team li- with that toilet. <laughs> Mm. Sorry, mm. Dustin and I got like uh, it wasn't food poisoning. It was like a adverse oh, this, reaction is this the episode to that we palm share all about oil. Africa. No, it's an adverse reaction to palm oil, and it was not good. It was not good for either one of us. Nope. Nope. Nothing like having a bathroom without water. Um. Okay. You're getting derailed by the comments. Keep yes, going, bud. Sorry. Come on. 
Sorry. So be, anyways, long story short, I have a ton of these leftovers and uh, I just don't know what to do with them all. Uh, and, hanging out at Dustin's house. He's with me. Driving to Fort Wayne. Except you're supposed to stay home and not have people Well, you're not there. following those rules, so why should I? Uh, it As long as one person's breaking the rules, it's okay, Steve, but everyone else has to follow them. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to hell for those sorts of comments. I talked to my buddy uh, today, photographer, great, great photographer out in San Francisco area. And, um, and he was saying like, they're on, you know, shut down like we are now. And he was telling me how, you know, like what he's doing, um, to stay active and to stay kind of from going crazy is he's been going out and rock climbing, um, by himself. And so he's still doing like the social distancing and like, but, um, the really discouraging, like, you know, driving your car, I guess. So he's like rides his bike miles to find somewhere to climb. Really? Um, have you ever had any other weddings? Here in Indiana, it's okay to like go out as long as you stay six feet away from other people. Um, Mm -hmm. you're just not supposed to like, you can go for a hike, you can go for a walk, just like, don't go to work. Don't do stuff like that. But like, if you need to go outside to exercise, get a little bit of sun, that's okay. Um, so yeah, they don't, what they don't want is some sort of like mental health crisis on top of all this because people are going crazy because they don't let you leave your, your house. Yeah. And like, it's okay to go rock climbing. Just don't go to a climbing gym where, you know, a bunch of other people have touched the exact same spot you're touching. But even if you go rock climbing still, you know, bring, bring that hand sanitizer and some soap and maybe a little bottle of water so you can wash those hands off. Because that hand sanitizer is not as good as the uh, soap and water. That's that's the best thing you can do right now. Just soap and water, baby. Mm, it's all over me. Dustin, have you been watching anything new? Because you've you've had this downtime. You get into any ed- educational stuff? Sliding into anything? Nope. No. Nothing. Nope. Nothing at all. I finally finished uh, rewatching all of Friday Night Lights yesterday. So well, since Ben Adams is here, I can say I've been really getting into um, his boss Ben Hartley's uh, podcast a lot more. All of his educational content. Um, just, just gonna throw that out there. That are you ben looking Hartley at me like is. this? I don't know who Ben Hartley is. No, Ben Hartley is. sounds sounds delightful <laughs> though. I've never heard of him. Ben's um, been on our podcast. Hmm. No. <laughs> Uh, but seriously, I, I have been listening to a lot more podcasts, um, been really getting into oh, past guests. the Cedar Point guy? Yes. Past <laughs> guest Morgan Roberts has, uh, Ben Hartley's podcast is great. Um, six figure photographer. Yes, um, if you don't listen to it, you should. He also puts out videos under that same title on YouTube, right? Is that what it is? I've seen videos of him. Are those on Instagram? I don't know. Um, TikTok. But he puts out a lot of good content. <laughs> TikTok. He's on TikTok. He's just saying, bitch better have my money over and over again. Um, but uh, past guest Morgan Roberts has been releasing a bunch of episodes of a podcast he creates called Down Down Critics Are Down. It's like movie reviews, and it's really funny. I've been enjoying that a lot. And then I got really into uh, this old show I used to watch called Archer, because it's all back on Hulu now, baby, because you know Disney owns FX and... Archer was made by FX, so oh man, Archer's so good. Very, very funny podcast. Love it a lot. You mean TV show? Yep, that's what I meant. 
I'm confused, dude. I woke up yeah. after sleeping for eight and a half hours and my eyes were completely bloodshot. Didn't drink anything the night before. Have no idea what's going on. I am a little bit sick. No cough, no fever, none of the symptoms of COVID-19. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing so hot, dude. You are the new mutated version of the virus. <laughs> bloodshot eyes is the new mutated version. You're going to wake up and look like you're either A, hungover, or B, high on weed, so... Yeah, and it's true. It's not going to feel as good as either of those things will feel. It'll feel worse than both of them. Has this uh, affected any more weddings for you guys? We have a wedding all the way in August that contacted us to see about our cancellation policies because with the way they've been affected, they're thinking they might have to cancel the wedding. So uh, there will be lasting repercussions from this because people are going to be out of work. People aren't going to be making as much money as they used to. So that's, that's an interesting thought. I hadn't really given that much thought, just the ability for people to pay for their wedding, even if it's late summer or fall, um, simply because they've been out of work for, you know, weeks on end. We had another client who was going to pay in full when he hired us last week, um, to shoot his wedding. His wedding is end of June and then with all the uncertainty um, and stuff with like his own paycheck and everything, he mm-hmm. asked if he could just pay the deposit and then pay the rest right before the wedding. And so that was... You were like, no, bitch. <laughs> no, I said it was okay. I don't want don't to lose that income, but... Yeah, we had um, one of our, our May weddings officially postponed till 2021 we're moving it an entire year which i'm hearing from other people that's not uncommon Mm -hmm. i just don't understand if you were getting married why you would want to move an entire year because it's like does like moving an entire year just moves the wedding date but like you just want to be married. So just get married now. Like there's a lot that can happen in the next year, like with regards to somebody passing away, somebody getting sick, things where you might want to have the marriage in place for like financial reasons, making decisions about if you're on life support sort of reasons, you know, well, terrible and, things and, like that. And so they like, might get go married ahead now. Get Why like wait? Legally married for tax purposes or whatever. Yeah. Tax um, reasons shot too. For tons of couples, that we find out at the wedding, like, they're like, don't tell anyone, but we actually got married last year for tax purposes. And for sex purposes, because we come from a super conservative background. And what all we needed was a piece of paper. Didn't care what the pastor paper said. <laughs> pastor papers. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was super, super, I was curious, like, how the conversation was going to go, because they've already paid in full. And so I was like wondering when they moved it, they're like, um, so do you think we could like get all our money back and we'll give it back to you like a year from now? But they didn't, they were like super cool and they were actually like surprised that I was so cool about it. And I'm like, no, what am I going to say? Like, no, you can't move your wedding a year from now. Man, that is just such a long time. Well, uh, he, he's getting ready to start law school and so they're going to be moving to a new city and a new state for that. And so, like, the fall was going to just be swamped with him in law school. And so to try and plan a wedding just, like, on an off weekend where he's, you know, doing this new law school thing. 
It have was you be been? Too much. Have you been getting contacts um, from people who have tried rescheduling and their photographer can no longer work with them? Uh, no, which I'm disappointed that my Facebook ads are not performing the way I thought. <laughs> you terrible human being. <laughs> I, We've got I wanted a few to make like a real, a real cheesy sort of like a drunk driving lawyer type thing. Like, did your photographer abandon you in your time of need? Look no further than McKibben, McKibben, and Corinne photography. Don't use Dustin Corinne. That is correct. You do not want to put your actual <laughs> brand on that. That's that's a that's right. a we'll we'll take your photos for two fifty or less. <laughs> sort of <laughs> sort of ad that you'd want to put out there. Um, so Jen and I, I think we've gotten like two or three contacts, but really? yeah, I've been only... seeing a lot of DJ requests, but I haven't seen that many like photography requests. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe two of them weren't actual people moving their weddings. Maybe it was just people contacting us for the first time. I'm not 100% certain on that. One of them, the most recent one I was looking at was definitely a, we are going to get married on this date. We're looking to move to this date. So, um, do you want to guess what date they're going to get married on? 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. No, no. They were going to get married on before oh. they decided to move. Um, May 16th? Memorial Day weekend. Oh, May yeah. 16th seems to be in the hot. Oh, wait. Hot yeah, day. no, you're right. No, it was May 16th. It wasn't Memorial Day weekend. It was May 16th. Yeah, and what day did they want to move it to, though? <laughs> Labor October. Day weekend. Oh, I was going to say October 10th. Yeah, we we have four weddings Labor Day weekend already, so... Hey, if you need me to help you out. Now, I'm like terrified to like book anything else just because I want to leave some stuff open for June weddings in case mm -hmm. shit really hits the fan. Yeah. That's a very good point. I just don't know how people are going to do it. I was watching a photographer uh, I know in this area talking about how she's got like... 39 weddings or 49 weddings or something crazy between the months of like August and November. I've heard so much talk from wedding photographers about how like fall and next year is just going to be lit for us wedding photographers because there's going to be so many people like trying to get married then because they had to reschedule or because the panic of this time made them realize how deeply in love they were and everything. And That's funny because I just talked to a couple today that actually broke up because their wedding got canceled and they realized maybe this is a sign that we shouldn't do this. Well, yeah. So first thing I was going to say was divorce rates have gone up in Wuhan. <laughs> There's a story I read about that the other day. Uh, so so people are finding when they spend more time with their loved ones that they don't actually love their loved ones, I, I think. Um, and... <laughs> The other thing I was going to say is so many people are going to be out of work from this and like the repercussions of that are going to be felt by our industry for a long time. Like it's, it's going to take time for the industry as a whole to recover from this. So, it, I mean, it's not just our industry. It's like the entire United States of America. It's going to take us a long time to recover from this because people are just out of work for a month, two months, could be three months, could be four months, who knows? Um, so yeah, it's, everything's going to be really screwed up for a little while and uh it's going to be tough we're all going to have to keep scrambling keep on our feet are you still getting typical amount of interest for 2021 or are you feeling like it's slowing down because people are like curious what happens with all this virus? i feel like this whole year so far has been a slowdown <laughs> even before the virus came to america so i don't know how to answer that one honestly 
Sorry, How are you feeling? Uh, I mean, we had two bridal consults today for 2021. Oh, no, sorry. One for 2021 and one for later this year. And um, we, book, we booked them both. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that things uh, keep moving forward and I don't need to fall back on uh, my backup career. Mm-hmm. What's your backup career? A professional swing dancer. Oh, I thought it was just evicting people on Christmas. So, okay, cool. No, that's already my career. I already do that. Can't evict them now, though. Can't evict them now. <sighs> you say that like that's a bad thing. You can't say that like it's... <laughs> I mean, my, da- my dad already got a call from uh, one of his tenants to let him know that uh, he wouldn't be paying rent until this thing is over. Mm-hmm. Man, so, that's tough. And then there's like the flip side of things. So like my dad has been rehabbing a property right now. Uh, he and I have been working on it and um, he he's like, I need to get this on the market before all of these people get evicted from So their... you're doing more photos that are illegal that you shouldn't be doing right now? Got it. Photos? No, I'm rehabbing a property. Oh, oh you're not taking photos of this house for him? Not yet. Is rehabbing a property considered real estate and banking? Banking, mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you could just say any work falls under banking and finance than if you really wanted to. Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, Dustin, we need to call this one. Uh, we, we need to call it a night. Have a great night, bud. Greatest of nights, Stephen. Bye, everybody. Bye. You think this drone can dodge my balls? Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Woo-wee!